Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. Imagine that one of your sons is trying to kill you. Imagine that one of your sons is uh, trying to kill you and to take everything that is yours. What a horrible thought. Uh, What a devastating experience that would be for a father, and in this case, for a king. Uh, That's the setting as we come back really thinking through the life of King David. And what we just read, uh, his son Absalom is seeking to overthrow David's reign and take control of the kingdom for himself. And obviously, a part of that is going to be killing the current king. And that is what David is experiencing as we're reading through his life now in 2 Samuel. But today, we look at four psalms, and these psalms all speak of suffering. And in fact, one of the psalms we'll look at explicitly speaks of betrayal. And what I want us to do today is How do you survive betrayal? How do you survive suffering? Uh, What are the kind of thoughts that when we go through hard situations, because I I doubt any of you have experienced one of your literal sons seeking to kill you. Uh, None of you are kings, so no one has sought to take away your kingdom from you. But we've probably all experienced on some level betrayal. We've all experienced hurt. We've all experienced suffering. How do we process those things? And God's word is going to help us see that, especially today with our Old Testament reading, Psalm 12, 13, 28, and 55. We're reading those four Psalms today, and I want us to actually start by thinking about Psalm 55. It starts uh, with a a clear cry for mercy in verse 1. He describes it as a plea for mercy. And in verse 4, he says, my heart is in anguish within me. Uh, Verse five, fear and trembling come upon me. Horror overwhelms me. And in verse six, he's basically saying, I I wish that I had wings like a dove and I could fly away. I want to get out of here. I want to fly away and be be far from here. Uh, Why? I mean, those are strong statements. Why is he feeling that way? Well, verse 12, For it is not an enemy who taunts me, then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me, then I could hide from him. But as you, a man, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend, Uh, we used to take sweet counsel together. Within God's house, we walked in the throng. Now, it it says, uh, it doesn't say at the beginning of the psalm when exactly this was written. So do we know if he is talking about Absalom here? We do not know for certain. But what we do see clear is the betrayal, right? Someone that was his friend, someone that was with him in God's house uh, now has turned their back on David. Now they've stabbed David in the back. How is he going to deal with this? And when you experience feelings like this or events like this, how should you respond? Well, let's see it there in verse 16. But I call to God and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon, I utter my complaint and moan, and he hears my voice. He redeems my soul in safety from the battle that I wage, for many are arrayed against me. 
God will give ear and humble them. But he who is enthroned from of old because they do not change and do not fear God. So let's just pick out a few things from this psalm uh, to see how do we respond uh, to feelings of suffering or betrayal. Uh, Number one, you don't ignore them. Uh, Notice this psalm, David's not like, yeah, everything's just fine, whatever, I'll get over it. Uh, No, he doesn't ignore them. He deals with them. He realizes these are substantive things. These are painful things. And if you think uh, just ignoring the the hard feelings and the uh, just the pain that you might experience in a situation of betrayal, if you think that's going to be the road to success, I don't I don't think so. Uh, and, uh, and that's not the path that we see David here following. He doesn't ignore the hurt. He acknowledges it. But then the second thing that we does that he does is instead of just ignoring that hurt, he brings it to God. And even the way he brings it to God might almost seem messy. Evening, morning, and at noon, I utter my complaint and moan, right? His prayer doesn't seem all put together. Uh, No, he's moaning, it says, to God all throughout the day, evening, morning, and at noon. Uh, So even though you might not feel like your prayer is all polished and put together, if you're feeling that hurt, you need to pour it out to God. You need to, at evening and at morning and at noon, utter your complaint and moan to to God. Uh, you, You need to bring those feelings of hurt, bring those feelings of betrayal and lay them at God's feet. But but another thing you need to do then is you need to trust God. Uh, Even as he says, he utters his complaint and moans, he then says, and he hears my voice. We need to bring our prayers trusting that God hears us. Uh, God hears us and he will do something about it. That's something we see later. You see this attitude of trust that he has in verse 22, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. There's a confidence in that first part. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. So don't ignore your burden. Bring your burden to God, but then have that confidence that God will help. And in the end of the verse, he will never permit the righteous to be moved. That's really the final thing I want us to highlight from that is uh, he will never permit the righteous to be uh, moved. When we feel hurt, when we feel betrayed, uh, we want to remain faithful. Uh, we do not, as the Bible often warns us, want to return evil for evil. Uh, we do not want to let bitterness and anger or or sin uh, create a foothold in our life. We don't want to let uh, the betrayal of others or suffering uh, just become a, an excuse for us to go and give in to sin. We want to pursue the Lord uh, and remember that he will never permit the righteous to be moved. So I think that gives us a little bit of a roadmap there. you dealing with betrayal. you dealing with suffering. Don't ignore those feelings. Cast those feelings upon the Lord with a heart of faith that God will hear, that God will sustain and pursue righteousness. You focus on doing what is right and good, knowing that will honor the Lord and the Lord will honor that. Uh, hopefully those things are helpful to us as well. You, you see some similar thoughts uh, just in these other Psalms uh, that we read. Psalm 13, I mean, you see him again, is clearly suffering, clearly crying out to God in a way that doesn't maybe to us seem all put together. Uh, he says, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? 
How long will you hide your face from me? Right? He feels forgotten by the Lord, but he brings it around at the end. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. He's choosing to worship. He's choosing to remember what God has done. You see a similar feeling there in uh, chapter or Psalm 12, save, O Lord, for the godly one is gone, for the faithful have vanished from among the children of man. Uh, that's the way it's going to feel sometimes. But again, he comes back to the Lord keeping us, protecting us. Psalm 28 speaks of the Lord being our shepherd and carrying us forever. So hopefully these Psalms encourage you as you may face feelings of suffering or betrayal or even feelings of oppression uh, by others. And that's what really brings us to uh, some of the things in our New Testament reading today in James. As we finish the book of James now, James chapter 5, and it speaks of the rich and it calls the rich to repentance. And here it doesn't seem that it's really calling out anybody who has wealth, but it really talks about the people who have oppressed others as a means to gain their wealth or with their wealth. Uh, then he encourages the, the faithful to be patient. Verse seven, be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. And that's an interesting thing. I think if, um, you know, as you think through eschatology, that there should be a readiness. You see this idea of staying alert, staying awake throughout the Bible, but you also see this idea of being patient. Uh, we need to be ready for the Lord to return at any time, but we also need to be patient knowing he might not return today or tomorrow or this year or next year. We need to be patient until the coming of the Lord. And we see one verse there in kind of that section encouraging patience, it says in verse 10, as an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remained steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. So there, what we want to, uh, to do is we want to see that language even just of blessed, uh, you know, we consider those blessed who remained steadfast. As you deal with betrayal or suffering or oppression, we want to remain steadfast. Uh, that is what, what is praised here. That's part of being patient until the coming of the Lord. And, and so we want to develop that in our lives. Maybe those Psalms we've read today will hopefully develop that steadfastness in us. Uh, some great things that also in James 5, notice the verses really on the power of prayer. That reminder that Elijah, he was no different than you and me in the sense that he was just a guy. He, he wasn't a superhero. He wasn't the Messiah. He wasn't God in human form. He was just a guy like you and me, but he prayed and he prayed in faith and he prayed in faith based on the word of God and God answered his prayer. So may we be faithful to pray as well. And, and those prayers can be something that helps us in those times of betrayal or suffering or oppression. So whatever you may be going through, I hope the scriptures have armed you today with the right way to think and some steps to respond in those difficult situations. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.